This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host for the next radio hour. The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris. How are you, Deanne? Well, after that introduction, how how bad can I be? You're, I'm doing great, Mark. And you're looking gorgeous, as usual. And we're very oh. excited to be here every week on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential, mortgages, whatever, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan? My number is 609-605-7153. Very good. And we're here to help any way we can. Listen to us every week at 9 o'clock on this show, station 1210. And you can listen to the past shows at goodnewsinrealestate.com or WPHT's website. So what are we talking about today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Got one for you. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. All right. We also have Mark's funny story. Got and one. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to go over my topic today, which is the new way of doing the mortgage business. That should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, we also have our questions. We have a contract on our home, which is going VA, which is a VA loan. The appraiser has told the lender, the realtor, the buyer that it will take four weeks for results. Is that normal? Next question. When bidding on a bank-owned property... If you submit a full price bid, does the bank have to respond within a certain time frame by law? Good question. What kind of a deposit would you need for a $175,000 home? And the last question is, $1,000 was held in escrow for the removal of trash. I did this and more, and they did not sign the release papers. What can I do? And the next one is, what does MLS mean? Really? That's an interesting one. <laughs> and Mark, coming up on our show today, we also have our guests, which is Alan Stassen and Joseph McGabe. They are owners of the Remax Affiliates, and they're going to be talking about the expansion during the virus and also the market. And we also have our topic of the day, which what is a lease option and how does it work? 
But first, yeah, give of, us your motivational quote. Of, we had a lot of least questions last week. Anyway, here is the motivational quote. To achieve great things, two things are needed. A plan and not quite enough time. Because if you don't have enough time, you'll get it done. And that'll keep <laughs> you motivated. <laughs> <laughs> Always. That's like when you're going out on vacation and everything just seems to get done. Always. Always. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. I like that bell. So anyway, we got this worse virus economic downturn that's for since what 1918 uh home home markets everybody's kind of a little screwed up here trying to adjust to this thing uh the home markets could be one of the best parts of the economy though once things start turning around uh there's a lot of predictions that housing could be the leader in bringing the arrest of the economy out of doldrums and there were some studies done down at Texas A&M, and they think with all the historically low interest rates, that housing could be the leading industry that gets the whole economy back on track. Home construction is going to come back. It's going to be a prime recovery activity. And I, and I feel like that, too. I think, I think there's a lot of pent-up uh, frustration for buyers and sellers. And we were in a booming market, probably one of the best markets in history prior to this thing happening. And they everybody expected 2020 to be a banner year. And I think it's still going to turn out pretty good. Uh, there was a big shortage of housing, which we've been talking about inventory for the last couple of years. Right. And, and with the inventory, uh, with this virus thing, there's even less. And there's less houses coming around in the market. So I think right after the... We did after the things start loosening up, sellers will get see they've been sitting around now at home, can't go out thinking about the future. So I think that more people will be putting their houses on the market and we're gonna have a big rebound. And uh now the lenders, some of them are getting a little cautious, adding extra requirements because of the economy. Some of them are a little nervous. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous at all, and that's what I'm going to go over in my segment. I'm not nervous yeah, at all. Not, you don't look nervous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, four million people put their uh, houses in a forbearance program. So they had a little time during this thing while we recovered, which they'll get out of that. And I think we're going to uh, end up with uh, a banner year in the end. It's going to start a little longer, start a little later. But I think like June, July, August, it's going to be booming, booming, really booming. So I'm very optimistic. I mean, things are scary. I'm a little confused about, uh, you know, I go to AM, Sunoco AMPM and it's packed. You know, why can't you go to a restaurant and spread us out? You know, I don't, I don't know. That's my personal it. opinion. Anyway, so tell us about the rates. So, Mark, right now the rates are booming. 30-year conventional, 3.25%. 15 years, 2.875%. Your FHA is at 3.5%. And your VA is 3.5%. So the rates are great. Unbelievable rates. So so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. 
On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Dan? Mark, we're up to your funny story. And I got one for you. Good one, too, because it deals with taxes. Uh-oh. So this man walks out in the street, right, and he, he catches the taxi. Oh, this is a different story, right? I was going to tell you another one, but I changed my mind. <laughs> anyway, this guy walks out in the street, and he catches the taxi, right, that's going by. And he gets in a taxi, and the cabbie says, perfect timing. He goes, you're just like Frank. And the passenger goes, who? He goes, Frank Feldman, the greatest realtor of all time. He's a guy that did everything right all the time, like coming along just when you needed a cab. You need the perfect house. He took care of you. Things happened like to Frank Feldman every single time. And the passenger said, well, there's always a few clouds over everybody. Cabby says, not Frank Feldman. He was a terrific athlete. He won the Grand Slam at tennis. He could golf with the pros. He sang like an opera star. He danced like a Broadway star. You should have heard him play the piano. Amazing guy. Passenger says, like, oh, it sounds like he was something really special. He goes, oh, there's more. He had a memory like a computer. He remembered everybody's birthday. He knew every real estate statistic there was. He knew everything about real estate locally, nationally. He could fix anything, too. Not like me. I can't even change a fuse. And the whole street blackout. Frank, he could do everything right. He goes, passengers like, wow, he must have been some guy. Oh, he goes, and he always knew the quickest way to get through traffic, to avoid traffic jams. Not like me. I always seem to get stuck. But Frank, he never made mistakes. He really knew how to treat a woman, too. He made her feel good. He never answered back, even if he was wrong. His clothing was always immaculate. Shoes shined. He was a perfect man. He never made a mistake. No one could ever mess her up to Frank Feldman. The passenger just says, an amazing fellow. How'd you meet him? He goes... Well, I never actually met him. He got sick and died about a year ago. I married his widow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I thought that was a good one. (laughs) Yeah. You know what thought did, right? Yeah, I know. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. All right, so with that, now it is time for some serious business with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And she's here to talk about the new way of doing the mortgage business. So tell me about this, Deanne. It's crazy, but I haven't really left the house since this started, um, other than maybe take the dog for a walk around the corner, but... Um, I've been busier than I've ever been. And it's pretty cool because we're doing Zoom home buying seminars. So realtors and myself are inviting buyers and we're getting like maybe 10 or 15 people on a Zoom call and we're doing a home buying seminar. We're doing questions and answers afterwards. And it just seems more intimate, more educational. Um, It's a great way of doing business. Even some of the offices that I am partnered with, we're doing some of the agency meetings via Zoom. And it's great. It just, it's really, it's just, it's so different. I mean, I got to tell you, at the end of the day, my eyes are killing me 
just from looking at the computer screen all day. Staring at the screen. Staring at the screen. But the other thing that's really impacted is if I'm going to take an application now or run somebody's credit, we're going to get on Zoom or we're going to get on FaceTime and we can actually see each other. Whereas before this, it might have just been a, uh, a telephone application and they weren't really interested in seeing anybody. But now we're able to do FaceTime and we do Zoom and it just makes the process easier, easier because now they're able to put a face with a name. Right. And um, it just it's just more relaxing and the process is easier. I can take them through the entire process from beginning to end, go over the application with them together. Whereas before it was always difficult trying to get, you know, well, I work till six or I have to work overtime. So it was always a struggle to maybe get the application done in person. So we did a lot of stuff over the computer. But as I mentioned, it's just more of a comfort level and it's more of a connection. And so we're doing the application that way, going over the appraisal with them as well, answering questions, going through the Zoom. They're pulling it up on the computer. We can share the screen. I can go through it with them. And even the closing documents, they send me the package the night before. I get the buyers on the Zoom call or on the phone. And what happens is I I go through every single document line by line tell them how much they need to get their certified check for, which happened a couple days prior, but they know going into the settlement exactly what's happening. They show up to settlement, they give them a disposable pen, and they're out in 15 minutes and they leave with everything that they've actually signed. So I just feel more connected, if that makes sense, in a disconnected world that we're in right now. It Um, it makes sense because it's a little more personal when you can see you. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, and yeah. and before everybody was, you know, and maybe it just goes back to everybody being in a rush and nobody wanted to take the time to do it. But now people are buying, people are getting their credit together. People are doing the things that they need to do. And a lot of people you see on the news, they don't want to stay in the city anymore. Some people are really looking to go out into the suburbs and get away from the crowds and get away from the condos where everybody's pushing the same elevator button. It's crazy. Not me. <laughs> I'd rather be in Center City, but my wife won't go for it. That's, that's all my husband keeps saying. He goes, when can I go out and I want to sit at a bar and have a drink? Yeah, well, everybody's waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just I was thinking about it the other night. It just... I'm on the phone seeing people all day long, and it's just, it's more of a connection in a disconnect. And I think the clients are a little bit more educated. Nobody's, they're not in that big rush, and let me just get it done, and I'll figure it out later. Actually going through all the steps of what needs to be done. Very good. That was a good segment. Thanks, Mark. So, so uh, what, yeah, tell me the questions here. All right, so we got some good questions. Um, We have a contract on our home, which is going VA, and the appraiser has told the lender, the realtor, the buyer that it's going to take about four weeks for the results. Is that normal? That seems a little long to me. Yeah, it's a long time. I mean, there are a couple extra steps that they have to do for the VA loan, but it shouldn't take four weeks. I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably two weeks should be, you know, a good turnaround time. There was a little issue with the appraisers because they were doing some. I knew some appraisers that were doing like 25, 30 appraisals a week. Oh, they yeah. So crazy. They're busy. Between the refinances and the purchase, of course. 
But now they're doing desktop appraisals. So they're literally doing everything from their home computer. Yeah, they're they're happy about that, I bet. What's the next (laughs) one? The next question is, when bidding on a bank-owned property, if you submit a full-price bid, does the bank have to respond within a certain time frame by law? Yeah, well, they're supposed to. But banks, uh, they have a tendency not to uh, go along with our agreement of sale deadlines. They always right. work by the, a lot of them seem to work by their, whenever they want to get it to it. That's like, uh, especially like foreclosures, people get involved with that kind of stuff. You know, I haven't heard from the bank. Yeah, well, they're, it's it's according to who the bank is, too. You know what I mean? It like, does. I know you, yeah, if like you guys, you could call somebody and make something happen. But some of the big banks, you're at their mercy. So. Yeah, they don't care. No. All right, question number three. What kind of a deposit would you need for a $175,000 house? 3% down? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like you... you see, this is one of the, the myths. The 20% down myth and all the other myths. Ten You got to put some 10% down. It's all the myths out there. $175,000 house, you can put down whatever you want. But, like, you could do the buy at least... Three percent if you go conventional. So I mean, that's all you really need. It's up to you. What it's all going towards your closing costs. So it's according to how you structure your loan. But there's no like Uncle Harry telling you, ah, oh, you gotta put ten percent down. There's you know, right. that's you put you can put down the minimal or you could do up to twenty or forty or whatever you want to do. And but, also some people are getting gifts or getting money out of their four oh one K. So maybe $1,000 is all they can put down at the moment. doesn't mean that they're not a strong buyer. It just means no. that they need to pull the money out of their 401k. And plus, that money's just sitting in an escrow account anyway. You right. Know, to me, it's no big deal. What's the next one? The next one is um, $1,000 was held in escrow for the removal of trash. I did this and more, and they will not sign the release papers. What can I do? Uh, well, first step, call the broker. I've been through this. Remember the Uncle uh, Terry's Uncle Harry Ray story, where <laughs> Ray was supposed to clean out the whole house, and all he took was his fishing rods. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at settlement. We we're like, Ray, you were supposed to clean the house out. And he started laughing. He started laughing as soon as he picked up the phone. He knew he's in trouble. He knew he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first step I would do: you did what you were supposed to do. They held the thousand. The money always goes in faster than it comes out the broker has to sign it releases have to, but once the release is signed at all there's no reason for them to hold the money so i would call the broker up and tell the broker i want my money now and if the broker gives you a headache say you know what according to law i'll call the real estate commission i guarantee it'll write a check and it'll be over <laughs> exactly <with. Yeah. laughs> nobody wants to put a tie on yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, those were good questions. Oh, you know what? We had one more, right? That we had said in the beginning. And um, that was, what does MLS mean? Oh, uh, a bill every six months. Uh, Basically, the MLS (laughs) is the multiple listing service. That's what the agents pay 
they usually pay monthly or we pay every six months a fee to have access to all the inventory which the public doesn't have like you can look at zoom uh, zillow and all those other things but they're not up to date if i listed a house right now and hit publish the agents would be able to see it it's the most up-to-date information and we pay for it yes we do and now it's called bright in our area but uh it's not one of my favorite groups (laughs) (laughs) but that's what it stands for all right good questions mark and and coming up next we have our guest segment and we have two guests today we have alan stassen and joseph mccabe and they are the owners of remax affiliates and they're going to talk about expanding during the virus and today's market all right very good so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who's famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? (laughs) Mark, we're up to our guest segment today, and we have two guests. We have Alan Stassen and Joseph McCabe, and they are the owners of Remax Affiliates. Today we're going to talk about the expanding of their um, Remax Affiliates during the virus and also the market. That's right. So how are you guys doing? Mark, this is Alan. I'm doing really well. I want to thank you for inviting us back to your show. Um, and Hey, Mark. Joe here. Thanks for having us on. Hey, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. And we I was are telling very you. excited. Um, as, as you know, Remax Affiliates has been in the north, northeast Philadelphia for about, oh, 35 years. And right. uh, that I've had it for about 22. And Joe McCabe, uh, my new partner, um, and probably permanent one, uh, <laughs> is, uh, had, a, had a REMAX experts office in Maniunk. And uh, he is in, so intelligent. It, it, it impresses me with all this stuff. So we decided to merge. And now we have a company that is called REMAX Affiliates, has over 110 full-time real estate agents. We yep. did all this in the last 30 days. Now, I want to Ask Joe if he could just spell out all the things that we've done in the last 30 days. Yeah, I'll say we, um, COVID kind of helped us a little bit. I mean, we were able to renovate basically all three of our office spaces, um, start negotiating some other potential acquisitions, uh, revamped our network and brought it into 2020. Um, and, uh, you know, did all that within these, this 30 day period, we've been recruiting aggressively, um, our sales have pretty much been nonstop. Our training with agents have been nonstop. Um, you know, a lot of other people are kind of retreating right now in their business, and we're expanding. We're making our agents partners in our various ancillary services, and we've really modernized um, our system to kind of make what we think is the perfect blend of a perfect world. You know, yeah, we- and I, I've been, like, following you guys, what you guys have been doing, and you're right. 
a lot of companies are sitting around wringing their hands waiting for some government official to say, oh, you can open up again. And in the meantime, you two guys, you're like, I've been doing the same thing with my school. You've been looking for when there's opportunity, you know, the optimists find it. That's correct. And when one, when one door shuts, at least two or three open. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of open doors. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, our agents are excited about it. I, I would say um, from the day that we announced our merger to everybody, we had uh, particularly one agent send us six names. Exactly. We have, like, what I'm really excited about, I'm a little bit older than Joe by a couple years. He's like <laughs> 27. I'm like, maybe six. Half a century and, uh, older. <laughs> yes. I was going to say that, Mark. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but the key, what I really like about it is we have really, what I like to see, I, I, I see like a legacy of REMAX affiliates here. We are, our agents are invited in to help us grow the company with other agents. They can become our partners in our title company, in our mortgage company, and in our homeowners company. So they're true. Like if they, you know, what's the greatest thing you want to do? Like some bro- some agents want to be a broker. I don't know why, because there's a lot of headache. <laughs> but um, but what's the best thing for an agent? Don't have all the responsibility, but share in the profits and the growth. And that's right. what we're offering agents across the board. Uh, we're getting good response from it as well. So I'm quite excited. Uh, this this youngster has, uh, who's very bright, has um, really rejuvenated me. And I know you can't yeah, wait I, to see that, Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I can hear it in your voice, Alan. You really sound excited. Um, you got. You definitely have more of a pep in your step now. You sound great. Yeah, and I, I've really been watching what they're doing. You know, Dan, I'm one of their agents too, so I got to get involved in this. You know, I like extra <laughs> income streams. <laughs> Absolutely, don't we all? Absolutely is right. So, so what do you, let me ask you a question. What do yes. you to, how, what do you guys think about and Joe, especially you? What do you think what ha, what's going to happen over at about the next 3 months? Well, it's going to be interesting to watch, but I think what we're seeing right now is um definitely a tightening up of credit on the mortgage side. You know, we are seeing that a little bit, but we're also seeing um different mortgage lenders who maybe were behind the boat on getting involved in some of, you know, the non-QM products and maybe the tougher products to get, finally stepping up and opening up those credit lines. So it's interesting. There's almost like a, a transfer of uh, a credit there, a transfer of products. So that's interesting. The buyer side, we're seeing a lot of buyers sitting on the sidelines, kind of waiting for the gates to open. So I think we're going to have a massive flood. I know that our listing business has not stopped one bit. This is going to take the real estate industry and throw it, well, you know, I keep saying five years in the future, but really where it should have been all along, the virtual tours are nonstop. I don't think we've put up this many listings in the first quarter as we've put up maybe within the past two weeks. You know, our, our inventory is definitely up. So I think we're just all waiting for the gates to open. I think agents are getting creative as far as virtual tours. It's actually something that um, we bought two virtual tour cameras. We have them in-house here so we can help agents do that. And um I think it's just going to change the industry permanently. Mark, what yeah, and the listing, and the listing thing, you know, that's been an issue for the last couple of years. And I, I still send emails to the whole office to, you know, like call your database and tell them what the hell's going on because they sellers don't know. 
And now, hopefully, they've been sitting at home all this time and thinking about this. I think it's opportunity time for the sellers. Oh, no question. And I think what's going to happen is, if you remember, this is also the spring market. I mean, traditionally, even if you didn't have the virus, things would be picked up a little bit. So, um, you know, when, this, when, when they allow, actually allow us to sell, even if it's under new regulations, okay, we're still going to be able to sell. I, those demands are there. I mean, people, the, it, now, when were the interest rates readjust back? But right now, if you're, if, you're, if you're allowed to buy, like we're licensed in New Jersey as well. Our agents are selling in New Jersey. There's no restriction on them. Okay? Right. So, you know, interest rates are low. It's a perfect time uh, to do something if you're allowed to. So I, I think, I, I agree with Joe. They open up the gates, look out. Okay? I, um, I think it's I, a- I think it's a good opportunity for you guys, too, to recruit some agents because there's a bunch of agents that are now sitting at home that maybe weren't good lead generators, which we always preach to them, and and maybe now they'll pay attention. Yeah, it's the ups and downs of the real estate game. And the agents that are consistent right now and disciplined and their constant everyday activities and follow-up, they're the ones that are going to come out on the other side of this unscathed. Um, the ones that took advantage of the, the money that's being offered by the government and uh, people like that that just stayed disciplined, stayed consistent, uh, kept drumming up business, they're going to come out of this better than they walked in. Yeah, I agree. One other thing we did for all of our agents, we gave them a $2,500 credit, uh, $500 off on every one of their deals from the company side to help them get through it. That went over big time. Mm-hmm. Um, the agents, I mean, every time they're calling about something, it's like, and I get that credit now, don't I? Yep. So, and that that was a big, it, it was a big push. That they they knew that we were with them. It, it really, we really believe that if we empower them and bring them in um, to like the partnership and the profit sharing, all of us will do really well. And and I think I believe we saw the we see the beginning of that now. Yeah, and I, I think it was a very smart move uh, to do everything that you guys did in the last 30 days. Because what I've been saying by just like looking around and watching, there's a lot of companies that were just wringing their hands. Like, because uh, it, it reminded, you know what it reminded me a little bit of back in 08, when 08 happened. And yep. when we went from like a million two realtors down to like 860,000, because the ones that knew how to lead generate, they were all right. But all of a sudden, there was that $5 million producer that didn't lead generate. Everything fell in their lap, and that stopped. And all of a sudden, the Eagle schedule, they are sending it out, which is no good now. <laughs> all those little <laughs> magnets and all that right. stuff. Like, that didn't work, and the phone stopped ringing. So if you stay in touch with your database, you're good. And you've just been preaching that, yeah, for for the, for a long time, and, and you know we're and uh, we're giving people options, and and we're doing things. We're not just sitting back, you know. We're we're working on another like an acquisition that we hope to announce in the next two or three weeks, um, you know. And we're very excited about that as well. Yeah, the shifts the agents need to make, <clears throat> like you said back in '08, you know, it helped clean up the industry, and a lot of the realtors that. Um, spend a lot of time, they're doing their business plans, they got to think forever about whether or not to buy Zillow leads. It's the ones that jump right in, stay consistent, pivot immediately when something like this happens, that come out on the other side better than they are. And we're preaching that, we're pushing that, and we're on the front lines living by example. You know, we, how many people would go through a merger, 
um, acquisitions, put all this money out, renovate their offices, change all these things. Um, and it's people who are like, you know what, this doesn't matter. This is happening. We can't control it. And we need to keep business growing and moving forward. And the agents need to run their business like a business. You know, Bingo. too many of them run it like a job and it's not, it's a, it's a mini business. And we're here to help support that and grow that and give money back to the agents and educate them on how to run it properly. And if they're I, successful, I, I agree with you because I was thinking the same thing with my school. It kind of, I was working on something a year and this expedited the whole thing. And now I'm thinking nationwide. So it's like, you know, I, I really get where you're coming from we're think, thinking about the future and i think this has opened some people's eyes well i'll tell you mark on a personal note i'm very happy because um like i said i'm a little bit older than joe i'm 60 <laughs> he's 27 so for me like remax affiliates has been my uh, life really i've been working here for over 30 years this merger is going to be good okay but it's going to leave a legacy uh, Remax affiliates around for a long time, and I'm quite happy about that. Quite. Happy. All right. Well, listen, we're running out of time, so tell everybody how to get a hold of Alan Stassen and Joe McCabe. Well, um, I, you can reach me directly at, on my cell at two one five eight zero six zero six two two, or you can call. Hey, give me a call two one five eight six eight six three seven nine. Um, or you can shoot me an email, Joseph McCabe at Remax.net. Yep. And what's and, your website? All right, that was that was great, guys, and we really appreciate you being on the show. We hope to have you on again soon. And coming up next is our topic of the day: What is a lease option, and how does it work? All right. So with that, I want to thank Alan and Joe for coming on. Check out Remax Affiliates; it's a great office. And you're listening to. Good news in real estate here on Talk Radio WPHT. We'll be right back. Good news in real estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So that was a good segment. So where are we at now, Deanne? Mark, we're up to our topic of the day, which is what is a lease option and how does it work? All right. So I'm going to have to do this in two parts because we're running a little short of time today. But so I'm going to start it out and then we'll finish it up next week. So a lease option, how does it work? A lease option is different than a lease purchase. A lease purchase binds both parties to the sale where in a lease option the buyer has the option but the seller doesn't it's abbreviated form of an appropriate term lease with the option to purchase it is a type of contract used in both residential and commercial commercial real estate can get pretty complex so we're going to stick with residential the contract is typically between two parties the tenant also called the lessee and the landlord called the lessor, who owns or has the right to lease or dispose of the property. The name, the lessee, the lease, with the option to purchase says there are two events, and one is not mandatory. In order to have a valid option, the tenant or the buyer must provide valuable consideration for the option. In other words, 
the birds buy is the right to purchase at a later date at an agreed amount of money. The lease option only binds the seller to sell. It does not bind the buyer to buy. That is why it's a consideration that is what the consideration, that's why that's so important. Valuable consideration is approximately 1% to 3%, but there's no rule. The basic elements are this. The buyer purchases the option. The parties agree to what the cost of the option is. Then the parties agree to a purchase price that can be decided by appraisal, whatever. The length in the residential real estate is typically one to three years, maybe longer. How much monthly lease payment is. And there's a bunch more that needs to be covered in this. So I just, I just want the public to understand whether uh, the tenant, the buyer, who's going to occupy it, all that needs to be spelled out. So next week so we'll cover a little more of this. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a good topic, Mark, a little, and people are, are definitely interested in it now. So, right. um, But we'll definitely, let's continue on that next week. Yeah, I'll do the other half of it next week. All right. All right. So coming up next, we have our um, segment with Dr. A, and he is going to be bringing staff home, part two, determining staff characteristics needed for job success. Welcome, Dr. A. Hi, how are you? Hey, how Dr. You Ray, how are you? I'm doing fine. All right. So we got to jump right into this. We're having a little time problem today. So tell us about this determining the characteristics needed for job success? Well, what people need to do is they need to look. What most organizations do is they hire from a job description. A job description describes the job. It doesn't describe the person that you need to have to do the job. What you need to do is you need to make sure you look at what are or determine what the core characteristics are of the person who needs to be doing the job. Okay, we call it a, we call it a job benchmark. But you right. need to look at all kinds of things. Typically, people use our DISC, which may, measures behaviors. Okay, But we also right. recommend using a different assessment that looks at what motivates somebody or what they're passionate about. You really want to know what somebody's passionate about, because if they're passionate about doing the job, then they can go through all types of obstacles and aggravation that goes along with the job, and they figure out a way to get it done. If, if they're not passionate about the job, they typically come up with excuses okay, or look to blame somebody else. So it's important to make sure that you come up with the core characteristics. Again, you know, it's, it's in addition to behaviors, you want to look at motives. If it's a job position, we look at 25 different, uh, excuse me, if it's a leader position, we look at 25 different leader characteristics, which is important. Okay, you might want to look at how they handle stress, uh, with, especially with what's been going on with, with COVID-19, when Especially. people are under incredible amounts of stress for a number of reasons, okay? So we have a way to, to, to measure their ability to deal with different types of stressors. We also have a way to measure emotional intelligence. They can't use emotional intelligence in the hiring, but you can use it once after, after you hire them. But anyhow, what you need to do is identify what are the core characteristics of the person that you need to hire in order to do the job description. And you want to do all this so you don't make mistakes, in your business and end up going repeating over and over and over hiring and every nine months absolutely i mean we, we say we save clients hundreds of thousands of dollars just by doing one benchmark we, we have some clients where we've saved the millions why because just just think of when you hire a leader 
let's say they're making $200,000 a year. How many people work underneath them and how much impact does their poor leadership style have on not just what they're supposed to be doing, but on what everybody underneath them is doing in the organization? I mean, it's just incredibly expensive, and especially with COVID-19 and, and people, organizations of all sizes trying to figure out how to get to the next step you know, with their business because of all the financial stresses with so many different uh, of, of the different um, industries now, it, this saves an incredible amount of money. A bad, hire, a bad hire at a CEO level can do so much damage to your culture, it could take you years to recover, plus the right. amount of money. Oh, it's, it's incredible. Just look at what some of the, the CEOs are making. You know, but it's not just the CEOs. It's any C-level person. It's a director. You know, in, in some cases, it's a supervisor. I mean, you have got supervisors over sales staff, and if they mess things up, you could have a great salesperson leave, and all of a sudden, you've got $2 million walking out the door. That's right. That's why we tell everybody to use these kind of tools. So, doctor, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. It's real easy. All they have to do is go to succeed at net, or if they want to get me directly, it's period A at Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, .net. All right, doctor. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Thank right. you, Dr. A. I'm that was great. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net, or you can give them a call at 267 266 5501, 5501, or you can email me at Deanne at Comcast.net, or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and our sponsors for keeping us on the air here at Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, we hope to have you tune in every week, and you can listen to this show and other shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com. So with that, have a great week. Be safe. Hopefully, we'll all be back out having a cocktail soon. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All, all positive, positive. All, all the time. The time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.